we invited an expert team to our laboratory to give us their opinions of Disney's DuckTales video game from Capcom. Yes! Awesome! You have exciting adventures helping Scrooge McDuck escape danger and become the richest duck in the world. Cool. Totally hot. Way radical, man. Excellent. Join the DuckTales gang in Disney's DuckTales for Nintendo by Capcom. Also, look for Mickey Mouse Capade. It's a quacker. Oh! Oh. <laughs> hey, what are you guys doing? Welcome back to Play Retro. Hi, I'm Scott Johnson, your host, and I thought we were done with Castlevania's Brian. Oh, and I'm your other host, Brian Dunaway, and I'm about to solve a mystery or perhaps rewrite history. A woohoo. That's radical. Yeah, it's pretty radical. Do you hear that bad? That's a bad commercial, right? It's real bad. Dude, that was what was that nightmare that we just listened to? Was it was that, horrible. That was just terrible. Yeah, and he's called him terrible. Mac Duck. Yep. You don't Mac, call him Mac Duck. Duck. And that was another yeah, that was a problem I noticed as well. But it was uh, so basically it was like this fake little science area with a bunch of like fake smoke billowing around and a bunch of kids on computers, which is weird because they should right. be playing NESs. Anyway, then and did, would, you, did you notice that little slide in at the end? Yeah. It was like, you might like Disney mouse capades. No, you wouldn't. It's no, nothing wouldn't. like the other Why game. would you? Just because it's Disney? <laughs> Give me a break. Yeah, Disney that annoyed Capcom me. Port. It's nothing like the other game. No, Come everything on. about that is, is lame. We didn't know what we were doing then. But uh, no. the game we're going to cover today did know what it was doing, it turns out. It may have been a little ahead of its time, it turns out. We'll get to all that. Before we do, though, uh, I want to thank my buddy Trixler, who put, turned me on to something. All right? No, hi, Trixler. He's a good man. Uh, I don't know if he's listening to this show. I know he listens to uh, Core. Maybe this one. I don't know. Anyway, he had recommended a game called Unmetal that uh, was on Steam. And it uh, turns out it's in other places as well. But it was this uh, this game called Unmetal. I'm like, well, that sounds interesting. Uh, let me see what's going on. So I looked it up. It's basically a fully fleshed out uh, kind of modern-ish take, although still, you know, kind of 16-bit era looking graphics and stuff but it's a new game of metal of the metal gear games so the original 2d stuff not the you know not the more modern versions of what we think of as metal gear uh solid and forward but the stuff that used to be on the NES, and uh it's not just a, a ripoff of that or a parody of that it's like a full-blown like hey we really liked those so we're bringing those back kind of game and it is super rad and only 20 bucks is, so i just wanted to throw it is, out there and recommend it because it's very very cool and uh worth checking out if you like metal gear this this looks yeah metal gear, it's, it's top down right this looks cool yeah, yeah I, I dig this a lot at first when you said unmetal i thought oh like unskinny bop uh poison mm. who was also unmetal his yeah. hair band yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's uh, I, you look you wouldn't you'd be forgiven for wondering if that's what i meant but right. no that is not it How it's this is, game Sorry, go ahead. How old is this game? I did a quick Google search. How old is this game? I'm seeing it for listed for the, the PS Vita in box form. What is oh, that? I don't edition? know. It's, what is it's only been on Steam since sep- September of 2021 last year. So I thought it was okay. newer than that. Um, if you look at the Steam listing, really a Vita listing? That can't be right. Uh, that, well, there might have been some. Maybe somebody did some fan art. I'm not sure. All I'm saying is I did a Google image search for it and that come up. So I was pretty excited. Good old games has an unmetal on Steam. Okay, so I don't know. Yeah, I mean, look at this guy. Oh, but looks I like he looks like Snake. Uh, the the you know, it's definitely one of those. And you learn a bunch of moves. This. We 
Yeah, we got to get to the to the to the inspiration for this game. Oh, we will. You guarantee we got to talk yeah. about those Metal Gear games. No question yeah, about Metal it. Metal Gear. But uh, anyway, it's very good, and I just wanted to put the word out there. I found it on Green Man Gaming for ten bucks. Is all. Oh, um, you can't beat. Well, yeah, that's pretty darn good. Yeah, it's good. It's half off the uh, the current Steam price. It's also on sale on Epic at the moment. So if you want to pay less right. over there, you can do that. Uh, very also very can you pick cool it up game. on good old games for twelve ninety nine, or you can get the undeluxe edition. Oh, they really leaned into the un stuff in this yeah. game, haven't oh, they? Yeah. Oh yeah, unmetal. Mm-hmm. You know, you Undo. know, you love it. Um, but I, yeah. I have a feeling this one's going to get a ton of playtime for me because it's just it's scratching nostalgic itches. Also, feels new in a lot of ways. Uh, it's a it's a neat little game. So check it out. Hey Brian, I heard hey, you got Scott. a I heard you got a freaking Game Boy Color, and I'm pissed. What'd you get? Look what showed up today. Robin from Texas oh, heard bastard. my cries from afar all the way a- across uh, 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 many states, all the way across Texas. Uh, and I live in South Carolina. Uh, my <laughs> organizer, look at this. Look at this giant. Look at look at look how big this is. Wow. It is huge. This is actually an organizer. It's a big, giant purple organizer for ga- pocket and color uh, Game Boy. I w- had no idea I was going to get something so luxurious as this. Oh, look at so that there's room for the cartridges hard- in there? Look at yeah, that. look at that's hard case. It's got it's got a place for the power supply. It's got a place for carts. Oh, my God. And 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 she was Robba was nice enough to send me the, the translucent Game Boy color, that purple. Oh, yes. Man. And I don't know if you can see it or not. I don't know if you can see it. Uh, I haven't fired this up yet, but I'm going to. I don't know if you can see it, but remember these guys? Yeah. Remember that? I do. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, these weren't backlits. That meant you had to have one of these little springy sprungies. What were these things called? They're called Nico, uh, right? Nico is the brand. Nico might, might have been Nico. Uh, and you would little springy light and look, it matches the right color and everything. So I'm in big trouble now. I'm in big trouble, Scott, because I've got I've I've got all this way cool stuff, mm-hmm. but you know that. This is just one step away from the ultimate transfer transformer that uh, the Game Boy Color was. Oh yeah, of add-ons. Yeah, it got crazy. That you're gonna get that big uh, extended like magnifier thing that like sticks way out in front of it. Those are cool. <laughs> I gotta have that. I mean, yeah. I used to just be something I wanted when I was younger, but yeah. now that I'm older, it's a necessity. Yeah, yeah. Why it's, not? It's a ne- yeah. It's an, and I didn't know Konami, so I I did a really quick search earlier for uh for accessories that I was going to get myself into. I don't know. I do not remember the hyper boy, uh, by, by Konami. Mm. Um, do you remember this thing? You, it's, it was like a little tabletop arcade that you would just like, you could put your, uh, you could put your game boy color into. No, I don't remember this. Yeah. No, me either. Yeah. I bet it's super rare when uh, I go look for it on eBay and I'm sure it's going to say that uh, <laughs> it probably is very rare, but I'll bet you, I don't know, whatever. Someone's going to hear this right now and go, I'll send you five of them, Brian. Would oh, you like them all? Geez. Here oh, shut up, Scott, who received two Sega Genesis last week. Uh, whatever. That's, that's I, true. Good whatever. Point. We'll leave that yellow. But the modding scene still, like the, the case switches and modding stuff uh, for these Game Boy Colors is actually pretty pretty cool. I like it. Like you're looking at the, uh, that's like a Pokemon yellow that we're, we got up right now with the purple, uh, with the purple overhead light. Yeah. Uh, and I have been looking at, there's like, they got cases out there. They've got button replacements. The button replacements look really cool. Do they? What do they do? The, I don't want to mess up the original. So I might have to like order a second one, mm-hmm. like a, like a, like a second one just for fiddling, fiddling. So I thought the, oh, you can buy a backlit kit for these things. Right. Ooh, that scares me. Digging in there. Yeah, that scares backlit. me too. I'm, I've, I've actually seen the backlit 
kits a while ago, and I I considered it. But I want to thank uh, thank Robin for that for sending uh, sending this to me and let me let me continue the love. Yeah, the thanks, love. Robin. There's a couple of Zeldas in there, some Tetris. Yeah, thanks, Robin. Really, it's great. It's really great what you did. <laughs> Um, you know Whatever. what I really want? Do you remember the metallic looking uh, silver and gold ones that were called Game Boy Color Lights and they had a backlight built in? Boy, Do you remember wait these? A minute, wait a minute. That sounds familiar. Game Boy Color Light. Like, oh, yeah, I think I remember that. What was it? Yeah. What was this? Was it L-I-T-E or was it? L-I-G-H-T, but it was really okay. thin. Um, they were they were kind of competing right. with like. I don't even know what to, I don't know what they were competing with. I guess they were oh, kind of. I do com- remember these. Yeah, you remember these. These kind of competed with um, the uh, not that they needed to, but the PDAs at the time were like metallic and yeah. thin, like some. Yeah, it's cooler- about the same thickness as like a cell phone, right? Yeah, that we yeah. have now. Yeah, like yeah. cell phones now. And I remember at the time going, "Dude, this is a badass Game Boy." <laughs> I think I had one, but I don't remember what I did with it. I had a yellow one, and then I had one of these. I don't know what. Right. These God, are the Japanese I mean, ones. The, the sheer volume of handheld crap that Nintendo has sent out the door over the years. And when I say crap, I mean awesome stuff. Yeah, but it's usually good. Still. Sure. Yeah, it's, it's really good. It's really good. So uh, we're going to do a deep dive on on uh, on Nintendo's handhelds eventually. Oh, hell yeah. Right, well, I think we style. could probably do one on the Game Boy, one on the Color. I mean, we just, we'll just we just talk about yeah. each iteration. Why not? Yeah. Game then, Boy, how, long, how many years was the Game Boy before the Color came out? It was... It was they let they let that thing run for a while, right? It wasn't, 80, and the lights were called worms. I think eighty nine. Hold on. Oh yeah, worm lights for sure. That they were definitely worm called lights. that. But I think Nico was one of the brands you could get. Right. Um, right. So hold on, let's see. Ga- that would have been game. Let's let's look it up. Game Boy original. Uh, that OG. thing launched on ni- in nineteen ninety or eighty nine. Sorry, in Japan, 89. ninety here and in Europe. Um, and it. Ran well. Technically, it kept. It was still running when the Game Boy Color thing. Technically, they still sell them today. Yeah, I guess (laughs) they're still making them. They still do. Oh, here it is. Game Boy Light. Okay, so this was the Game Boy Light. Had a backlight and it was super thin and metallic. Nineteen ninety eight. Oh, these were only available in Japan. So somewhere I got one somewhere. Was it the Game Boy Pocket? Oh, so you doth protest too much about Robin sending me something, (laughs) but back in the. In the nineties, you got free stuff from Japan. Whatever. Yeah, I don't know how I ended up with one. Something's weird with that. Maybe it was the pocket here, and it was the same thing. Right. I don't remember. Have you, have you ever have you been to YouTube before? Uh, in it's my a great life? place. Yeah, I've been I there a lot. It. Uh, anyway, they've got. Uh, uh, they, I, I, if you look for some videos of people making Game Boy camera videos and stuff. Oh yeah, that's stuff's nuts. It's, it's kind of freaking cool. I never had the Game Boy printer. Mm. That was another one that I thought, boy, how useless. But yep. man, I want one. Uh, I, had a, I had a Game Gear TV receiver. That was cool. Oh no, I did actually have that as well. The Game Gear is also another. We could have a whole episode of Game Hell Gear. Hell yeah! As well. well, of course we are. That's a, that's a good one. We will be doing that. Trust me. Well, anyway, congratulations, Brian. You should be playing Mario Golf because it was the best title ever released. Was that on, on Game here? Boy. Let's see if let's see if Robin sent it to yeah, me. Yeah, see what she sent you. I played that thing in the. Let's I said I I spent a lot of uh, company time, toilet time playing that game where I worked. <laughs> Tomb Raider, Quest for Camelot, Marble Madness, Toy Story 2. Oh, look at those. None of those are Mario Golf. That's okay. You can probably find it. That's cheap. what I'm looking for. I got some Zelda. I got some Tarzan. I got some Phil Collins doing his last his last appearance Wait there. Wait a minute. I'm Ooh, sorry. Harry, Phil Collins. Harry what? There's a Phil Collins no, game? Phil, Phil Collins had that hit song on uh, on the Tarzan, but he's also uh, about to do his, his final performance. We'll see if it's a share 
type final performance or if it's really truly Phil Collins Weird. ending it all. That's weird. I don't. I hate everything or, you've I'm just sure said. Somebody, I'm sure somebody will correct me and say, oh, it's just with Genesis or something. I'm sure. Yeah, I have no We're idea. Not talking about the game system. No idea. But yeah, uh, there you go. Uh, Brian has got all he needs to ever do Woo-hoo. with Game Boy ever again. All right, you guys. Speaking of woohoo, it's time for this. Why not? Let's play an old game. Let's play a game all the way back in the Nintendo Entertainment System days. Ooh, it was a long time ago. But what year? 1989? No, Audi Audi 9? That's not how you say it. What do you call 90? Uh, (laughs) 89. Oh, was it 89? 89 in North America, you're right. Uh, Later in Japan. So first here, Capcom of Japan put it out here. Later came out. Right. Or Capcom of, of America put it out here. And then later in Japan. Uh, which yeah, is unusual. Disney, Disney, right? Disney was here, right? So that was that was yeah, the that's rub, probably part right? of it. I'm sure we were the primary focus uh, market for it, and then right, you know, things probably worked out in Japan and Europe. Got a little later, not too much later though. It was only let's see, four, three, four a months minute. later. Uh, we're talking about Disney's Ducktales, made by Capcom Games. Yeah, that's right. Street Fighter, uh, Resident Evil, um, you know them, all those right. games. Nah. And uh, that's a weird combo, but it turns out it was one of the most profitable and creative combinations of IPs and game makers in those early 8-bit and all the way through the 16-bit days. Even to this day, it's still one of the most lucrative that ever happened. Right. And that's good, right? We like that. We love Capcom. I I like Capcom, and I like their, their, uh, their sassy attitude. I like Capcom most of the time. Sometimes I don't like Capcom. Usually it's when... You know, they, they they remind me very much. They're a Japanese company, so they were they do remind me of Nintendo in a lot of ways, mm. and and that's fine. That's just you know, like that's in what that ways? What, what ways do you mean? Culturally, right. like corporate culture wise, you mean corporate culture is what I mean. Gotcha. Absolutely, okay. yeah. They're kind of uh, they they kind of move when they want to move. They kind of do what they want to do, and uh, even when you look, even when everybody's yelling, "Hey, when are you going to put?" Uh, the DuckTales on the Switch, they're like, eh. Yeah, they can't really be bothered. <laughs> to me, they feel a little more, they're a little more like, they're like Konami if Konami was still making a lot of video games. You know, because yes. Konami, uh, in a lot of ways, was your other chief sort of third-party developer competition for somebody like Capcom back then. Um, that would change over time, you know, Bando or Bando? Ba- Bandai Namco. Yeah, ban- I like Bando. Why don't they say Bando instead of Bandai or, or what is it? Namco Bandai. This should be Bando. That's better. <laughs> just just like a like a mix it together, kind of like they used to do with the with the couples, like the Benefer. Yeah, the Benefer. Exactly. Kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah, or uh what was what was uh Brad Pitt and what's her beak? Skinny, what's her name? <laughs> I don't remember. Pit. Jen Pitt, Jennifer Pitt, Pitifer. What is it? <laughs> I don't know what it is. I'm glad we can't remember because we got a lot better names. Yeah, it's the, totally uh, fine. The faux, the faux TMZ uh, single couple name. Now I made Jennifer. a joke. I made a joke earlier about how I thought we were done with the Castlevanias. And uh, the reason yeah. I said that. I don't know who I need to tell this to. I'll tell it to you, but whoever wants to hear me me say this, be ready for what I'm about to say. Give me it. This game's hard as shit. 
Yeah, Duckavania, baby. Duckavania. It's and also yeah. structurally, yeah, there's a lot in common actually with with those Castlevania Metroid games in terms of like structure, non-linearity, uh mm. got to do a certain thing before you can unlock a certain thing and it you're not exactly sure where and when to do it and unless you played the game 100 times, you're you're kind of lost a lot and you right. die a lot and it's not actually clear when your pogo thing's going to do anything for you <laughs> and when it is. Um and when you die, you gotta you, you die a few times, and if you die too many times, you gotta start all, all back all the again. way back at the beginning. Like not even kidding. Like no passwords. No. Yeah, they even do that on the remastered version from uh, what was it twenty seventeen, I believe, or was something like that. that. Might be the 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 reboot of the cartoon, but it was yeah the the Ducktales remastered does the same stuff. I'm like, really? Yeah, we didn't have to keep that part. No, <laughs> you could have you could have had some kind of checkpoint system. Uh, or level system or something. Now the game right. does when you, a, when you start it, you yeah. you choose what biome you want to do first. So it's like, oh, well, right. I want to do this forest, whatever it's called, and so you go do the forest. Okay, cool. Well, later on, I'm gonna go do the I don't know desert, the desert butthole forest or whatever the it's new other desert thing is. butthole. And you can decide to do those things kind of separately <laughs> and in whatever order you want. But just know if you suck, you're, you just gotta start over. And that's just how it is. You know? Yeah. Uh, you're talking about the, uh, you, uh, let's see, you're either talking about the African mines or the Amazon. Yeah, Maybe one the of the, I always forget. I always forget what or Transylvania. The, the, you definitely feel like you get, you're in a, a Duckavania or Duckvania when you're in uh, Transylvania uh, and, and you're and you're going up against uh, uh, the, the final boss, right? Yeah. Like, don't you have to go back and fight the final boss there, I believe? Yes. Uh, you yeah, do have so. to go back there. I think that was a deliberate sort of, not homage, but like a nod toward the Castlevania stuff, except at this point in, in time, the Castlevania stuff was not anything like what Castlevania was going to become and very quickly. Right. Like with Simon's Quest, things changed a lot. This is more, I don't know, this is almost like they invented it. I feel like maybe somebody at, at Konami said, <laughs> hey, what if we made it like nails hard freaking souls like before anyone knows what that even right. means? Um, right. Because it's hard. It's like Dark Souls that way. And you're and if I, you die, you're done. You're just effed. I found it. I'm. I'm with you. I. I remembered it as being hard when I played this as a kid. 1989 NES. I'm like, this is ridiculous. I've been playing. You know, uh, I've been playing Mario games, platforming. The only thing I really had to worry much about was I was I going to complete it in enough time. That's usually what I was worried about. You right. Got that here too. But this was a lot more difficult. But since I've grown up, I played it this past week, and once I got the pogoing down, I start. I I have no trouble at all now. It's it's pretty. Is pretty. Plus, I got save states. But whatever, I can save state if I want to. Uh, yeah, you can but, save yeah. state. We call that save scumming, and there's nothing wrong with it. Save scumming. I love doing it. Yeah, and do it. Uh, and but well, by I, the way, in the video now, right though. now, just yeah. if you're watching this and everybody at home, this is as far as I got was this boss fight, and then I died. <laughs> and that's like the easiest boss. That's yeah. the um. Uh, that's the uh, what do you call it? the little the the tiki guy the tiki god or yeah. whatever of the it's not tiki it's a monkey it's a monkey guy of some sort anyway uh, yeah monkey. he's not that actually that hard it let's put it this way <laughs> I played this game I played this game for about a week and by the time I got through I can complete this game without having to use my save states yeah I could I could do that now so is it hard yeah, yeah it, it is hard it's definitely yes yeah, it's difficult but once you once you get the game mechanics down I think any a grown ass gamer should be able to handle this. Now. I mean, is it doable? A hundred percent. Did I have the patience to say, Oh, I've died. I will now start over five times and let's keep going and never stop doing like, I don't, I didn't have 
I didn't have that patience. Right. Uh, it wasn't that important to me to, to progress <laughs> to progress in this game. But I did think I got a taste of why everybody was flipping out about it at the time. And I remember people losing their minds about it, saying, oh, this game, yeah. you won't believe it. Well, yeah, but it's based on Disney. Doesn't matter. It's freaking hardcore, man. Like yeah. a lot of that attitude. And they're right. It's it's hardcore. It's, They're not kidding. It's got a couple of things. It, first of all, it is hardcore, and one of the reasons why it's so hard is because you don't just simply platform. You've got you've also got to pogo, and you'd think, oh well, that's good. I'll just pogo my way through, but it's not designed like that. It's no. designed to use the pogo for a little bit in certain areas, and then I go back to jumping, and it's just this it's just constantly switching stuff up on you, and each each screen, even though you're playing level by level. Each screen, when you enter it, suddenly you got to figure out exactly what the solution is to get from th- this side of the room to the other side of the room. It yeah. seems like a and lot it's of not, it's nonlinear, so uh, sometimes you start out going uh, right to left, and not the left to right yeah. that we're all used to all the time. Um, lots of examples of that where they just kind of change it up and say, "Oh no, you're supposed to go vertical." Sorry, yeah, Mario players. Yeah, you're just screwed. Yeah. Go up, not down, or not to the left, or this not to the right, and then it changes your it. hand. Yeah, it doesn't mm-hmm. hold your hand. And there's no hints. There's just, I mean, you have some hints, okay? Dewey, Louie, and Chewie, or whatever their names are. You Um, mean Huey, you mean Huey, Louie, and Louie? Huey, uh, Huey, Louis, and Louie. They don't have all three colors in here, so I don't know which one got robbed, but uh, somebody got robbed. Yeah. (laughs) By the way, the mummies, when you kill them, is my favorite thing, because they look like little shriveled up. I don't know what they, they really. Yeah. When you, when the, the mummies on screen, they look, they look big and bulky up top and uh, they're of course, everything in here is ducks, right? Okay. So d- deal with it. It's either duck or there's a snake too. But anyway, you're mostly going against other ducks and the mummy is wrapped up and you have to unwind him. And he just turns into this gross featherless blob that oh, it's a horrible flies duck. off screen. Yeah. It's a nightmare duck scenario for any ducks. I, I, I love that. I love that they chose not to, Unlike Castlevania, you don't get the cool disintegration effect like when Castlevania, where you blow, where you know you, you kill a character and they like catch on fire, or you know they, they're just gone. Here, they take more of the the Mario approach, where they just like bounce off screen. You hit them and they bounce off screen. Yeah, bump, bump, bump. Yeah, which is and, fine. Uh, uh, you don't you don't have to sit. I mean, a couple of the enemies are a little more complicated. You got to hit them three times to get anything done, or. You know, right. some of them you just hit once or whatever. I don't like it when he stands up inside the UI. It drives me crazy. I actually, I love the fact that that they had this giant UI across the top of the screen, which, you know, I mean, the, really the point of the game is you're a Scrooge McDuck and you want to collect as much money as possible. That's for you. You're on, a, you're on an adventure to get some money. So yeah. the HUD is huge to represent your health and your you know, your time and player amount and all this good stuff. But I, I kind of like the fact that you can jump up there because what it does is it also hides some of the secret areas. So it, it, you, you, you jump up there and sometimes you're actually in the HUD, right? Mm-hmm. You're, you're walking around in the HUD. And I, I like it. I, it feels, I th- it feels to me, fun. it just annoyed me because I'm like, I can't see what's freaking up there. Cause the damn heat, I can see him. But I don't know what yeah. I'm walking on. It's annoying. If you if you look, there's like the ever slightest uh, uh, line of uh, pixels, and you can see if you, there's some hidden areas, and you can actually, if you look really close under the hood, uh, under the hood, you can you hood. can see where there's like a little gap here and there where you like, oh, I can jump up through there. But you got to be you got to really pay attention. That's what this game is about. It's about it's about engagement. And I love that in games. We've talked about this in some of the other games we've talked about. This game really requires you to be engaged. 
Oh, fully engaged. This is not a casual run through of anything. You can't just sort of mindlessly no. run and jump and kind of memorize. Well, I mean, some people can because they play it so much, but. Uh, oh, speedrunning is fun on this thing. Yeah, yeah. speedrunners on this game are insane. And all anyone does speedrunning is on that pogo stick. You barely walk ever. Yeah. Because you can. Yeah. It's not easy, but you can. But you can. So you can basically pogo stick your way to to hell. Uh, right. And that's what Scrooge McDuck or Mac Duck. He never, and he says. never pogoed in the cartoon, by the way. If you didn't know, DuckTales is based on a cartoon and even further back, based on a comic. Isn't that's it right, also, didn't Scrooge McDuck show up in a bunch of like Disney, a Disney, like pre film he, yes. shorts and stuff like that or whatever. Yeah. He, uh, he originally, uh, he originally hit the scene in a Donald Duck cartoon, probably one of those, you know, pre movie uh, cartoons. I can't remember exactly which one it was, but he made an appearance there. Uh, and then he made it proper into, there was like a, you know, he was Scrooge. It's, if you don't know the Scrooge story, if you don't know Charles Dickens, you don't know any of that, then we're not going to talk about that here. But, uh, yeah, he, so he, he did that. And they also, they did, they did a comic book run and which still is, is still being uh, published to this day. Not the comic book. I don't think, but there's, I think there's the comic strip in some form or, or another Scrooge McDuck is still being published in print form. So oh, yeah, he's still around. There's still comics and stuff now. So I've seen yeah. those. Uh, real quick, the uh, the team that made this thing, I don't want to shock anybody. I mentioned how what? nails hard it is, but the Mega Man team made it. Mega so, Man. So that may explain a few things, you know? Uh, that game known for its difficulty, known for its uh, trickery in uh, traversal mechanics and not being able to shoot too much more than forward and back and that sort of thing. Uh, and jumping weird. Yeah, and jumping weird. That game <laughs> that game, and that team know Whoa. how to make a frustrating nightmare game. Do that again. Let me see it again. Do it one more time. Yeah, look at that. He's <laughs> the original Mega it's Man jump is, is legend, of course. We'll talk about those games at some point in the future, but um, that's the lineage here. That's the, you know... The, the they, they, they had, I guess they had, I, I'm, I've been trying to find the timeline. As you guys know, we spent about a week re- researching this stuff, and it seems like every week I'm like, oh, this won't be too bad. We're just going to tackle DuckTales. How much backstory could there possibly be? A lot. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it, but I think they, I think it landed. And if I get some stuff wrong, let us know. Play a retro show at gmail.com. I believe it was after like part two yep. of uh, of Mega Man. I think they started on this. They took the they took the original team from there and they put them over here on this job. Uh, I think actually they ported over something first, but then they it must have been the the, the, the Mickey Mouse thing that you heard in the ad earlier. Don't play that one. Yeah, don't play uh, that. And game. yeah, yeah game you, you can play it, I suppose. Well, no, you you know what? We're not telling anyone what to do or what not to do. I'm just going right. to go ahead and say it's terrible if you play that game. Don't play it. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> no, what they're terrible or the game is I terrible. I don't even know what the game it is. Great. I don't even know what it is. What is it? Mickey's it's, butthole? What was it? Mick, yeah, Mickey's butthole. Uh you have to you have to you have you have to uh, crawl your mini mouse and you yeah. have to okay. Oh jeez, um, I don't want her. In we're bed. not doing that kind of show. All right, let me All hold right, on. Uh, let me play this commercial again. Let's hear what the kid says at the end. Yes, I just want to hear this. Mousecapade. So. We invite you to next so look for Mickey Mousecapade. Okay, Misky, Missy, Misky, Misky, Mickey Mousecapades, Mickey Mousecapade, and uh, you you play. I think you're either you're either it's a two player. I can't remember, but I do remember it being uh, screen to screen, and you were doing a lot of ladder climbing, and it was Mickey and Minnie Mouse, and yeah. it was. Yeah. I don't remember having a good feeling about it, but it was originally a Hudson 
uh, game. Oh, I like Hudson. Hudson's good. Yeah, that's that's good stuff. But I don't think they they did that. Capcom ported this to the NES. That's how they got their first uh, first taste of oh, Disney. Okay, yeah, it's here. It is uh, Hudson Soft and North America Capcom were involved. Uh, released eighty seven, uh, and then in North America in eighty in eighty eight. So a year later. Uh, let's see reception on this thing. How did it do? Uh, described as visuals as serviceable, but the music is overly repetitive. Gave it two out of five stars. IGN rated it the 86th wow. greatest NES game of all time. 86. 80, 86. How many were there total? By the way, on, on screen, if you didn't know, you suddenly moved into DuckTales 2. Oh, yeah, this is DuckTales 2. The, yeah. yeah, also for the NES. And you might go, but that looks like DuckTales 1. And you wouldn't be wrong. That was one of the complaints about it, that it did not go far. They didn't change enough. much. Yeah. They added these cool they, rings you could hang on to. Those were cool. You jump up and grab. Yeah. yeah, so you could do more with your you could do more with your cane mm-hmm. in part two. You could uh, you could still jump, and it was a lot easier to jump because now all with you could pogo. Excuse me. So you could uh, now to pogo, all you had to do is just jump, and while you're in the air, hit the button and hold it down. You start pogoing. In the original, you had to uh, jump in the air, push it down on the D pad, and hit the hit the pogo button, and then you could start. And if you mess that up. <laughs> You had to do it again. Chat room's cracking uh, me up. He's like, I'd put it solidly at 71st. Yeah, it's a weird number, 86. Who knows it's what that a weird, is? It's a weird number. I was trying to think, how many games was on that? On, because 76, that's like maybe top third? Because mm-hmm. what, uh, something like three, 400 games maybe, I'm guessing, on the NES? Yeah. It had a long life. I have no idea, life. though. I mean, I assume it was something in that range. Now, I've also right. put up some video of the 360 version of the remastered. DuckTales Remastered. Uh, I remember at the time people were stoked, first of all. Yes. Because they were like, oh, this game's coming back. But then they played it and they said, oh, there's voices now and they're bad. They're like really bad. (laughs) Well, yes and no. I was with them. I was was them. I got, I had this on the Steam. I didn't get on the 360, but I, I do have it on the Steam. Uh, the voice actors from the original uh, cartoon series, uh, I think most of them returned for for this to do the voice acting. Uh, same gameplay, but instead of a uh, you know instead of 2D, you got a 2.5D kind of look. You got some upgraded graphics. They're no longer pixel graphics. They're you know really well rendered you know animations now. Yeah. A lot slicker gameplay. Still pretty much the same uh, storyline. Still pretty much the same. Uh, but the voice acting and especially the cutscenes, the cutscenes to me is like this is this is interrupting the part that I love most about the game, and that's stopping me from having the gameplay. Yeah. Get out of my way, story. Yeah. Here's, Move. Let me give you some of the audio because it's it's really bad. Listen to this. Hold on. Here we go. All right, that stuff's fine. Let me get to some talk. Here we go. Get launch pad on the horn. I'm headed to the Amazon jungle to find the scepter of the Incan king. It's just not great. It's 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 fine for it's, what it is. It's, fine. it's broken up because they try to, you know, they're they're trying to do these cutscenes. It it didn't feel real natural. Yeah, and uh, but it didn't. It doesn't break the game for me because you can you can skip all those dialogue and cinematics. It's a little annoying because you 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 inst- you hit the. You hit the skip button and it brings up the menu and it says, "Do you want to skip this?" Yeah, like, yeah, skip. Yeah. I wish it was a little 
more instantaneous. But yeah, I skipped all through all the dialogue. I have no idea. I know what the, I know what the deal is. I know what's going on. I know that Scrooge McDuck, the richest duck in the world, right, is out to increase his money because his nemesis is on his ducktail uh, to try to to, uh, to 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 take over the first place. And he can't have that. And he's on these adventures with his nephews who, you know, usually inevitably either stumble upon something and then he has to rescue them. So we we know the deal. I don't need the story. Do I don't know, need to know. Do you know if any other uh, ducks and or geese have ever tried to have him taken out like you know hired a hitman hit Abs- duck absolutely well first of all let's talk about let's talk about the richest okay. duck in the world first of all if a duck has a loaf of bread i would say that duck is probably the richest duck in the world yeah right yeah i don't think i don't think you need to have a vault full of money but forbes did do an analysis not that long ago and determined uh, as of 2021 scrooge mcduck has an estimated net worth of around 70 billion wow right he, he holds the sixth position in the list of forbes fictional 15 rich characters that's right so that's still lower than uh like bezos and musk yeah and that's the reason why he has to put that little asterisk there he's like richest duck yeah in the yeah. world mother right. ducker mother <laughs> that's interesting i never liked the right. cartoon i'll admit that i know this is for uh you know i was a little older i was probably I think that show was on when I was like 20, 21. Yeah, you, you were probably, yeah, I was going to say you was probably getting ready to graduate high school. Um, I was in high school and uh, it was part of the Disney afternoon block of cartoons, about two hours uh, worth of Disney animation. And I was still into it because I was at the time uh, usually uh, babysitting my sister, my younger sisters who were a good bit younger than me. And so I'm there, I'm watching it. Oh, this is like anything else. It's like, ah, that's stupid. But then you you watch it for 15 minutes. You're like, ah, oh, come on, Scrooge. Yeah. You can do it, man. Yeah. And uh, so I, I I totally appreciated uh, this and the game. So uh, I I, I, I got to say, I, I find it quite good. I find the fact that it is adventure mm. uh, in a kid show, uh, I, I find that quite pleasing. Yeah, no, it's good. I mean, look, for its fans, no, I don't want to take anything away from them. I guess I just wasn't drawn to it. um, And I would have been, I probably would have been had I been younger. But um, I, even so, I am totally down with a good quality IP video game, IP based video game. And I would like to remind everybody that this was a rare thing back then. Bad, bad examples exist across the board on the NES, NES, Genesis era where some kind of IP was tied in and the game yeah. was gar- hot shovelware garbage. This is not There's one of a, those. As hard as this yeah. is, this is not one of those. This is like a quality, well-made product. People got their money's worth. I would also argue that Chippendale's Rescue Rangers 1 and 2 were that. I think Darkwing Duck That's was a good dangerous. game. I even like Goof Troop, which is this weird puzzle game on the SNES. Um, right. Those Capcom Disney collaborations made quality software they weren't throwaway and i think that needs to be emphasized here uh because a lot of stuff was bad and uh tally in the chat just brought up lion king which is very hard i don't think that's capcom that's somebody else i don't, I don't think that's capcom either yeah uh, same I, I with um aladdin on the genesis the the snes version may they, have been uh capcom yeah capcom, they were different games. yeah capcom did the port over for the snes but they were not the original developers the original developers were virgin interactive right who did cool spot 
Yeah, and that's uh, a Aladdin. way better. Aladdin on the Genesis is a better game than the SNES version. I hate to tell everybody. It's just different. It's not as good of a game. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so so their relationship sort of with Disney didn't last into that that new golden age of, of Disney animation. Uh, that whole era from like 94 and on was other people. And so right. I don't know what happened there. They they need. I, it's to, it's they funny because uh, yeah, I it's you know you got these relationships. You got Capcom and Nintendo, and then you have Disney and Capcom. And Capcom really has kind of not done. Uh, they've been kind of reserved for some of the stuff they're doing with with Dis- with uh, Nintendo. Yeah. Um. I think they'll be more than happy to do anything with Disney, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Like I said, Capcom is a funny is is a funny. It's kind of a funny company yeah. as far as that stuff goes. What the, oh, shit. Sorry. Play there. Uh, they are supposed to, um, or Capcom also worked with, with Marvel during a big chunk of the, uh, especially in the 16-bit, 24-bit, 32-bit right. yeah. era. A lot, of, a lot of fighters, right? Yeah, is all fighters. Capcom versus, yeah. versus uh, Mar- it was just Marvel versus Capcom 1 and 2. They had X-Men versus Street Fighter. They had like all these different combos of games. Some were J- Japan only, some were both. Anyway, the point is they had that separate relationship when mm-hmm. Marvel had nothing to do with Disney. And nowadays Disney owns all of it. And I don't know what that means for the future of say <laughs> Capcom making another, you know, Marvel versus Capcom game. I don't know what that means or what that looks like. Maybe it, maybe it's right. great. Maybe it'll work fine, but I don't know anymore. I have a, That's a company. I have a, I have a feeling, right. I have a feeling we've seen the best of what's going to come out of that relationship between the DuckTales. The DuckTales 2, by the way, is a fine game. You're probably going to have trouble getting a physical copy of it because it did not sell well because it came late to the 8-bit gener- to the 8-bit NES. Like, I mean, we were already like right on the cusp of yeah. doing the 16-bit stuff. So it was it was very late. Uh so but I I think it's a I think it's a fun game. I played it. Yeah, it's uh, all right. I I like some of the I like some of the uh some of the upgrades. I like the fact that I can Use my cane to, you know, pull uh, some some cannons and mm-hmm. hook onto stuff and have that kind of stuff. Now, what you're playing on stream right now is uh, uh, Chip 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 and Dale Chip Rescue and Rangers. Dale's Rescue Rangers. Yeah, that was another one on the, on the NES. And what that introduced was the multiplayer aspect. And I, I heard from a lot of people that they really liked this game. Now we talked about it on the show before. I didn't really multiplayer very much, so I I played the game. But I didn't, you know, it's like it was a single player experience. And I thought, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. You like for me, this monk. for me, the Rescue Rangers was uh, should have been called. I'm going to throw shit. That's that's what the game is. You just throw shit. And it's fine. There's <laughs> it like really robot is. dogs. You got someone's got to stop those robot dogs from being whatever they are. And so throw right. boxes at them. It's fine. I, I love that Disney was very much into the uh, almost all their shows had like some kind of robot. Eventually, eventually it would end up into robot stuff. It was the it was the early nineties and uh and yeah, late 80s. Ro- robots are cool, man. People like robots. Yeah. Nothing wrong with those. Well uh, plus it, it kind of yeah. it plus it it made it better because when you were when you're Disney and you're trying to uh to defeat a foe, it's much better to dispatch with a robot than with uh, an organic creature, right? Oh yeah, that's what I always you say. Don't wanna, yeah, if you don't want to yeah. you don't want to hurt a flesh and blood uh, you know, living No, being. that's that's very anti Disney. Yeah, yeah. Even like, you know, I don't know, Nickelodeon Cartoon Network when when Samurai Jack would go real violent, oh, yeah. it was always against robots. It was never against people. Yeah. Not it's, until that most recent uh little 
uh, like it wasn't really a reboot. What was this kind of like a continuation? It was like a finish. It was a way to finish it up and kind of yeah. complete some storylines because it ended very so unceremoniously good. prior to that. It's a very good season. I right. highly recommend it. It's really good. Yeah. Uh, here's what I was going to say though. What you just mentioned reminds me of, um, the Donkey Kong Country games. So those, oh god, those came Brutal. kind of late in the in the cycle for the Super NES, right? We're gonna right. have some show about those one day. Um. And when they did, the first one was a huge hit, gigantic hit. But we were we were right around the corner from the uh, uh, the uh, N sixty four PlayStation uh, one was about to hit. Like all that stuff was happening very soon. In fact, PS one may have already been out when that game came out for the Super Nintendo. Good chance. Um, anyway, my point being, the next two follow ups to that game, Diddy Kong's Quest or whatever, and then the th- and the third one was the girl with the ponytails, and I remember three's name. It was her and. <laughs> donkey dumb or it was one of the dumb <laughs> the dumb monkeys <laughs> anyway that is arguably the best of the three for example that third donkey one dumb. but no one played it because it was so late in this life cycle of those consoles that everybody had moved yeah. on and i think that yeah. i think they severed a little bit of that with ducktales too it was just like yeah it's a- kind of a- too late for this absolutely yeah and it, it it was okay on the now each one of these uh in addition to being on the nes had some really good game boy ports and some of you people might only remember the game boy ports uh and ducktales 2 did much better on the game boy than it did on the nes because that cycle was still pretty still deep in there right oh yeah and uh I, I played some of those this week as well, and I got to say they fa- they they stayed real faithful to the uh, the console version, the NES version, on on both ports. And the only real difference, of course, is uh, larger characters in smaller areas because of the screen size. Mm-hmm. And uh, but I still had just as much fun. Now the audio sounded like poo poo, which is a, which is a shame because the Ducktales NES is some great. Sounding game. It's not too it, bad. It, I'll, I'll play a little bit of it and see what, see what we think here. Check it out. Yeah. Definitely a cut above the version. Yeah. Oh, here's some gameplay. The gameplay's okay. Yeah, the gameplay's okay, but it's it's a cut above your Game Boy version, and I'm not exactly sure why the Game Boy version has to sound so bad, because those sound chips weren't that different. You would think so, right? Yeah. But I guess they were. There was there was something they were cutting out because it sounded so. They were different, different enough, I suppose, and that's all that matters yeah. in the end. Uh, Ducktales. Uh, did you? Sorry, did you, go ahead. I was going to say why? Oh, why you, is that? Why did they never do? There were no follow ups. Like I thought we'd see a Ducktales three. It was popular enough. SNES version, right. something like that. That never happened. No, they didn't. They uh, they 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 filled around with. Uh, well, first of all, the reason why they didn't do much after that is because during the re- original release, Ducktales was on TV, mm-hmm. so you know it was a it was a big cross marketing thing. Uh, two came out uh, a, a few years after um, the show went off the air, yeah. and so that I think that really opened our eyes and went, oh well, you know, I guess that market's just gone, and we don't know if it's because of what it is, but we we're not going to do any more for now. And I think it was a there was a PC game later on that was not that hmm. awesome, hmm. I think. But I don't think Capcom moved forward anymore. When Capcom and Disney got together, they just fuel each other with inspiration. Yeah. And uh, I, I read some interviews uh, about you know the the interactions and you know the the request back and forth between Capcom and Disney, and it's just man, that just felt like a great 
collaboration. Yeah, that it's just, a good collab, man, and it paid off for him in spades. I think it's still one of the best of that era, um, uh, for sure. By the way, never forget the sound of Capcom's logo. It's one what of my was, favorites. Love it. What was it? What was uh, Capcom's uh, uh, superhero mascot from that time? I was it. I want to say no. It's no. It's not Commander Keen. Why do I keep thinking Commander Keen? That's totally not right. No, that's a totally different thing. Not Commander Keen. Uh, um, is it Captain Captain Commander or something? Or Cap- Captain Commando or something weird like that? I just remember it, I was like, "What's this guy got to uh, do?" With hold anything? on. Why is this it, ringing a bell? Capcom. It was probably Cap. That uh, makes sense. Oh, here it Capcom, is, Captain Commando. Is that it? That's it. Command. That must be it. It didn't sound right, but I guess it is. Captain, Captain Commando. Commando. Here he is. Yeah, he's the main character of the 1991 beat 'em up game of the same name. Uh, he's the hero and leader of Commando Team. <laughs> he's a dork. Right. He's a total he's dork. He's a dork. Um, he pr- he probably plays Ducktales. <laughs> boy, some people. By the way, some people are mad about me talking smack about uh, Nintendo Man or whatever the hell his name is. Oh, okay. Nintendo! Oh, Nintendo's. Uh, what, what's he called? Captain Nintendo, whatever it was. We talked about. A couple yeah, weeks yeah, ago. yeah. Oh, you talk. Oh, you're talking about the cartoon. Yeah, people Captain, are not Captain N. Yeah, Captain N. People yeah. are not happy with me right now. I don't. Yeah, I I can kind of see that because that is uh, if you were of that age and you were watching those cartoons, you would be totally into it, man. Because it's it's like it would be like me insulting uh, the D and D characters for the Dungeons and Dragons because it's. It's got that kind of pull, right? Well, the only the reason, so all I really said was he seems dumb because I've never seen it. <laughs> oh, is that all? You yeah, just said that's you all just I said. said uh, the the thing that they cherish in their childhood seems dumb. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's all it was. <laughs> is that all? Yeah. yeah. Well, there's Whatever. Captain Commando. I mean, I, I won't say everything he seems, you like is dumb. Yeah, he's. This seems uh, maybe not dumb. Just kind <laughs> of. Uh, I mean, this is a nineties ass looking thing. Look at yeah, that sheriff I mean, star. It, it definitely looks like something you'd, you'd doodle on the back of your uh, notebook, right? Yeah. That's is, yeah. he's cool. But I don't know. The, look at those those pants. Don't look uh, those don't look right. I don't know what's going on with those pants, but I didn't I didn't care for it. Mm. Oh, check Captain this out. I, here's some. Sorry, this trivia is completely aside from anything to do with uh, Ducktales or Scrooge or anybody. Uh, in the Street Fighter series, Captain Commando has a cameo appearance in the background of Ken Stage from Street Fighter Two Alpha Two. And as a costume for Charlie Nash in Street Fighter V Arcade Edition. Oh. edition. So you can look like that dude. That's maybe why he looks familiar, because I've played that recently. Right. Um, he's also a playable character in Marvel vs. Capcom, Clash of the Superheroes, Marvel vs. Capcom 2, New Age of Heroes, and Namco X Capcom, uh, as well as Project X Zone 2. So, yeah, I think he's... The, I mean, is he as close, close to a mascot as they're going to have? But I think they already have, like, Ryu. Ryu's kind of your mascot. Just be that guy. You know what I mean? That that should be. Yeah, that's the thing people remember. Yeah. Right. Him him or Mega yeah. Man. I think either of those two guys are right. fine. Just hey, not man. not beautiful Joe. He's not a good mascot. Right. He's not, cool. not beautiful Joe. Hey, He's man. cool. You, Keep your emails to yourselves. I like beautiful Joe a lot. That was a rad game on my GameCube. I'd play it today if I could. I'm not going to say he's cool, though. He's a dork. I'm not going to say he's cool. Yeah, he's yeah Capcom had a, a GameCube moment too, right? Didn't they have like? Didn't they? Didn't they come in some kind of agreement to make five games or something for fighting games for the GameCube? Because I was trying to uh, target an older audience. I'm getting flashes back, flashbacks from some interviews I've read now. Yeah, I'm having mm. a memory of that as well. I forget how that. Oh, uh, let me went, let me let me drag you back into uh, Ducktales. Pull me into Ducktales. Right the the moon theme. Oh, the moon what theme. Do you, do you want me to play this moon, the moon theme? theme? I posted the link in the in the show notes, but I don't know if you got it. Yeah, I got it. Let me, like, let me play the moon stuff. theme. 
think something's wrong there. I don't think that's. Oh, here we go. Okay, there we go. There we is go. That's normal now. Okay, that's normal. Yeah, I don't know what happened before. That was bad. be a good remix of this somewhere don't you think someone's got a good remix. If there is you want to get a really relaxed feeling for this yeah it's uh they actually the new ducktales the ducktales reboot from a couple years ago the cartoon they had one of the characters put lyrics to the moon theme uh and it's, it's kind of actually cool i was going to post that in there but i was like yeah what's the chances of scott being able to play that without getting a copyright strike well let's find Probably out about, not good i'll play this little one i'll pause youtube for a second so listen to this uh everybody let's see if this is any good it starts out kind of traditional. Let me skip ahead. Right. <laughs> what is that? Yeah, dude. Let me skip ahead again. Okay. Somebody clubbed it up. Somebody clubbed <laughs> up the moon theme. That's fantastic. I miss. I was. What was I listening to the other day? I was just. I was listening to Spotify playlist or something. It was playing some modern stuff, and they had. Uh, they had club mix something, and I was like, "Do they still do club mix stuff?" I was oh, like, "Oh, all the well, time, okay, all the time." I guess they still do. They do. Uh, still one of my there. one of my favorites of recent memory. Oh, let me unpause it here. Uh, my favorites of recent memory was this here. Let me play this for you. Uh, this is just a taste of it, but this is this amazing Animal Crossing uh, remix. Listen to this. So it starts out, you know, kind of chill, like you're on the beach in Animal Crossing. Give it a sec here. Wait for it. Beat's gonna drop. Wait for it. I mean, it's good, that is, right? That is textbook. Yeah. That is absolutely uh, out of the textbook yep. of how to do that. I like it though. I like it a lot. I'm a fan. I love that. Uh, did you know that? Yeah. Did you know that Raiders of the Lost Ark? was inspired by Scrooge McDuck. Yeah, Carl, it's something to do with that. Carl Barks that comic. big, uh, That huge ball that rolls down after Indy, right? That thing? Yeah, there's, there was a scene. There was, a, there was a, an issue of uh, Carl Barks' uh, Uncle Scrooge comic as the seven cities of Kaibola. Am I saying that right? I'm not sure if I'm not. Anyway. Kaibola, I don't know. Uh, yeah, there was like a scene in there with a rolling rock and stuff, and Lucas and Spielberg both cited that as their inspiration for that boulder rolling, which I thought was fantastic because I really felt like the duck was eating his own tail when I was playing uh, DuckTales, the first one, and I started getting chased by a boulder. I'm mm. like, wow, what am I doing right now? Everything has come around all of your and, uh pop culture references in one fell swoop right but did you read any of the comics back in the day when you were growing up no no were you even familiar with it no i had a few i had a few um i didn't have a lot I, th I think it was donated comics from like uh you know cousins and aunts and that kind of stuff where, where i picked up a bunch of them and i flipped through them they were fun i i kind of miss i kind of admit i miss those those uh crazy adventures that almost seem on the border of uh, being um, 
Racist? What's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> not racist. <laughs> empirical? Not empirical. What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, uh, a colonist. Like I feel like it's a bunch of we're, we're a bunch of colonizers in oh, all these oh, different locations. Imperialism. Right? Imperialist. Imperialism. There yeah, you go. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's what I feel like. Why can I find that word? Yeah. No. I, look, imperialism right. is a hard word. It stays in the back of your head, and there's nothing you can do about it. Here's here's right. here's a here's a take for you about all that stuff. And I don't know if it's something wrong with me. I'll admit it if it is. So let's get let's get everybody's hot takes on this. Scott cannot, and I mean cannot, enjoy any comics that are based on animated properties. Interesting. So if you hand me me a comic that's about G.I. Joe, you hand me one that's about, with very few exceptions, like I can do, there's some Transformers stuff I'm into, but for the most part, like if you say, here's a Simpsons comic that is highly regarded, or here's Rick and Morty comics. It doesn't matter. Ren and Stimpy doesn't matter. If it's from an animated series, I right. cannot freaking read it, and I don't know why. It I does make it harder why. because I. It does make it harder when you have a voice actor in mind when you're reading comics because those are not those comics are not written by the script makers, right? They're written by you know comic writers, and yeah. so the 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 characters attitudes and personalities change. So I'm, I'm with you. I think that's um, part of it, but part of it is also the fact that this stuff is performed in a very visual and motion based way. So when, right. you, when you give it to me in comic book form and I'm supposed to think of a thing Homer says is funny, it's not funny unless I see Homer doing it. It's just not funny. I so need, I can't do I it. I need, right. Can't do well, it. Not I can see it. that. Would, would you read a comic book? Would you read a comic book if it was called naughty ducks, dream adventures or, mischievous duck dream adventure <laughs> i might read both of those let me answer the chat though real quick they're like not even tmnt there's an example that that came from comics to start with that's not the same yeah what about peanuts yeah. once again came from the comic strips well before it was ever animated in anything the only thing i think that is the flip well no that's not true that's even true of most anime most anime is based on some manga and even if I haven't read right. the manga, I still am fine with that direction. If you're going from printed page to full realization, either animated or live action, all in. If you're going from, like if somebody made a Toy Story comic book, right? F off. I am, I can't read that. <laughs> it could be my one of my, uh, Iron Giant. Love the Iron Giant. It's one of my favorite things ever made ever. If some somebody right. tomorrow says, hey, we're making a comic book oh, of it. I, I could say, actually no. see it. I think, no. I think the darker the tone I think the more likely I could read a comic book about it. I think if you really went Iron Giant and you really went really dialogue heavy yeah. and dark and just, you know, I philosophical, I think you could pull it off. Maybe. I think I don't think I could read it though, is my point. I'm sure you could pull it off right. and somebody somewhere is gonna like it. It ain't gonna be me though. <laughs> it ain't gonna be you. That. Fine. Yeah. Anyway, so way. tell me more about those books. Who's killing? What's going on? There's ducks, naked oh, ducks. Oh, so yeah, Naughty Ducks Dream Adventures or Mischievous <laughs> Duck Dream Adventures are two translations of the uh, Japanese version of uh, of the game, mm. and it's also the name of the TV show that aired. So nice. yeah, nice. I just thought that was. I, I just feel like that's such a weird Naughty Ducks Dream Adventure. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't like know the if sound I buy that one. Mischievous mm-hmm. Duck, maybe. Mischievous mm. duck. I don't. But that's I, you know, weird too. people always talk about they don't trust geese. I don't trust ducks either. They're full of shit. It's funny because you know what ducks. We we have typically. Uh, I I found when I was doing this, I did Darkwing Duck. This is a bunch of Disney duck stuff. Darkwing Duck. I read read about that. I read about all, all kinds of 
ducks in popular culture. Man, we really hold ducks in high regard when it comes to adventure. We feel like ducks must live out an adventure. I don't. It, it's, it seems like we put that out there a lot. Yeah, I think that's that's true. They're also just right. untrustworthy little bastards. Is the main thing. They're untrustworthy. Um, Not Uncle Scrooge. He's the richest. No, duck he's in the, the richest world. duck. He's, sure, his nephews Uncle, like him. Uncle Scrooge is the richest duck in the world, yeah. but not because of his vault of money, but no. because of the love of his nephews. It's the love of his nephews. Yeah, you it's can't the love buy of his that. Nephews. No, you can't pay for that sort of love. You can't. It's just not. And you would learn that if you finish this game in one of the multiple <laughs> endings, <laughs> where if you yeah. end with a certain amount of money or lack thereof, you'll get a different ending. Really. That's yeah. see that's pretty I mean I'm not that there weren't other NES games that did something similar but that's still pretty pretty innovative right. for the time. Especially I with a tie in like this cuz most gives, people are just like it, are there ducks in it? Is it from DuckTales? <laughs> yeah, good, I'm buying it. Like you didn't have to work this hard. But they did. They didn't have to work this hard. You're absolutely correct, but they did. And yeah. they put the work in and it paid off especially for the first one they sold like one over one half million. Right, over yeah. one half million of 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 those at the time. That was a lot. NES. That was real good for then. You know, yeah. today you I mean, sell considering a million, that you're still happy. Considering if you sell a million. were were we and were at at this time were we still mad and blaming everything on the video game crash <laughs> with Atari? Were we blaming it on ET? Well, were we still was, had we had we no, gotten to that point so yet? So, got to remember what the, it was that, complicated. That crash that was right in the middle of my dad's personal business crash, which was running arcades right. and and you know had a, had a video game business. And that crash did come for a couple of reasons. Here are the main two reasons. Uh, the main reason was arcade games had gotten lazy, and they were innovating not at all. It was basically Pac Man ripoffs. And whatever was popular, the thing to do is make six more just like it. Yeah. Nobody was really getting right. super innovative back then. And so why were you driven to go dump your, your hard-earned money into these coin slots that were, the, at the time, designed to either take as much money as possible while giving you the least amount of opportunity to win the game? Right. Uh, and in this case, they were just shoveling software. It was not a good time in the arcades that would change again. And we'd have a resurgence in the early and up through the most of the nineties. We had a great time in there, big innovation, new stuff happened. Yeah. Thanks Nintendo. But at home, this is the, and then the set, we get to the second reason when that, uh, NES thing hit them, hit the market in what? 85. Right. Same year as the crash. Suddenly people are like, well, geez, for a, you know, I, I can put down 150 bucks and I can have already the, it's already packed in one of the greatest arcade games of all time. And I already put another quarter into that thing. I'll play Super Mario Brothers all day because that's all how they day. used to play it was with quarters. Now they don't have to. I think that that was a fundamental shift in what, what home stuff was capable of versus what was actually happening in arcades. And the arcade is a very expensive thing to run. Your machines were three to $4,000 a piece. At home, mm-hmm. you're playing similarly fidelity-wise graphics and stuff like that for a fraction of the price. Like, they changed. It used to be like when you were in like the arcade or you'd go play an Atari at home, the Atari right. looked like shit because that's it was in comparison. And so you always had this like, well, the arcade's always ahead of whatever's happening at home. That flipped in 85, 86. And yeah. uh, I don't think anybody saw it coming the way they did. I know we didn't. My dad didn't. And he lost all what of it. What happened it was all gone. just now? Yeah, it was pretty bad. 
But the point now, is, uh, yeah. stay. Uh, 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 I, what, what am I trying to say? I forget now. Ducks are lame. That's the point. Ducks. D- are lame. Ducks are lame. Now, in in, in uh, addition to add on to your uh, arcade story, there was actually a Chippendale Rescue Rangers port on the Play Choice Ten Nintendo arcade machine. Yep. I don't know if you remember those. I didn't ever access those. I don't know if they were were they even in the U.S. or were they? Just oh yeah, we had them here. They were great. They were basically okay. they were basically just like multiple boards in one machine. So you right. you the switching between games was literally switching between main boards. So you had like I don't know what it looked like. You know, in Star Trek, when Data pulls out like Data cards and they're always like these little stacks of little things. It was like that. Yeah. Oh, is that why they called him Data? Because he was pulling out Data cards. I, I doubt it. But these were like great big video card ass looking things, and they were big. They were right, full right. size, and they had them yeah. stacked like ten in there. And your menu choice Hence determined which board it fired up. So it basically had just all ten of those arcade games in there in one. Yeah, multiplayer baby, Chip and Dale. Yeah, Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers one and two. Those are good games. Worth now playing. I we didn't we didn't talk much about Darkwing Duck, and I just want to hit it real quick. But uh, I really I I felt like between for me. After DuckTales was then Darkwing Duck because it allowed you to hook on things. It had this real moody theme. The mm-hmm. maps were – the visuals I thought were just so much better than Chippendale. It should be because it was 92. It was a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I I just really dug the vibe. It didn't, it didn't have the challenge of the original DuckTales or, or those earlier Capcom games, but it did – it was still a lot of fun. There was a variety in play. Uh, platforming and you know hooking on stuff and it, it was it was a lot of fun i enjoyed it plus i love the theme of darkwing duck he's he's so much fun did you watch did you watch any of that that was oh really yeah no great. it was all right i liked it um right he's basically a combination of the shadow the sandman doc savage batman green hornet that whole era right and uh I think they do a really. He originally good job. started out as a 007 type, but he somehow, I guess, because probably because of Batman hitting the theaters, he kind of went a little bit, a little bit dark. Yeah, I think the like dark wing part. Dark. I think that's the uh, right the Batman. That's the thing. tip. That's the tip. But he's very much the shadow, like in a lot of ways. And yeah, uh, he is very much. You know, the shadow. they they stayed out of any kind of um, lawsuit range by keeping it nice and vague, but. <laughs> Uh, that yeah, and that game's okay. There's a, the SNES version of Darkwing Duck. Uh, what's the full name of that game? Uh, Darkwing Duck. It, look out, Duck. Oh, I can't remember the name of that. I thought it was just Darkwing game. Duck. Was there a subtitle? Was it just Darkwing Duck? You're right. I thought it's it was just Darkwing Duck. That's it. I could be wrong. Uh, there was another one, a Darkwing Duck game, name with the same name that came out on the Turbo Graphics 16 in 1992. Oh. Also a side scroller. Completely different game, not even close. Interesting to the one they made. Did yeah. not know that. Which is another like the two Aladdin games. Like it's weird to me that even though yeah. you had multiple platforms, and you'd say, "All right, we're putting out Aladdin. Where's it going? Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis. Sweet, let's do it. Uh, yeah. Are we porting it? No, we're making a whole different game for this one. Why? Yeah, yeah. that was Why? what's weird about. I, I don't know. I don't I, like. You can't call it a port. A port in name only. Is what some of these things are. It's like uh, not even the same story. Come on, this is yeah, weird. It's really weird. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't ken with it, as they say. I don't. Yes, and it's just mostly a marketing thing, right? It's like I just need better marketing for this. I'm fine with there being two different types of the game. Just don't call them the same thing. You're confusing me. Brand confusion. Stop. All right. Of the two, of the two games, if you had to say this and Ghosts yes. and Goblins, another Capcom joint. Yeah. Prior to eighty-five, right? Arcade. Yeah. 
Ghosts and Goblins. The arcade yes. Ghosts and Goblins, and then eventually Super Ghosts and all that. And and they were all very difficult. If you had to rank, let's say the original to dark to or sorry to Ducktales in terms of difficulty, right. not theme, because obviously the other one's darker. But which right, is right. the harder game? I'm gonna go oh. ahead and land on. I'm gonna say Goblins or Ghosts and Goblins. Yeah, That's Goblins. Yeah, I think Goblins definitely takes that. Ducktales that was a punishing is, bastard of a game. That thing. Yeah, it was Ducktales. You can you can learn to get better. Yeah. You can be better. You can do better. You you can be better yep. and the game uh becomes easier. Yeah. Uh when you learn this the the moves. I don't think I always feel like I just oh I'm always fighting. It's like Castlevania. It's like no matter how good I felt like I was getting, I always felt like Castlevania was getting me better. Yeah, it'll always get you. It'll it'll kill you in the end. That's yeah, the, it'll kill you in the, the end. goal. Uh, speaking of which, thanks to that Castlevania episode, all I've done this last week is play Castlevania likes that and right. the new Kirby game. But other than yeah. that, it's like, hey, I'm playing an old I, Castlevania game. Fun, dude. I was I was fully invested into playing DuckTales. This is probably the most I've played out of any of the games we've played. It just it's almost like there there's something there that's just eaten away at me because the DuckTales, not only are you doing this pogo thing and you get this nice, uh, you know, you get this flow going on when you're when you're jumping the pogo. Uh, you also everywhere there are hidden things every freaking where everywhere you, you remember how excited you probably got the first time Mario mm-hmm. jumped and he and he hit some a hidden block oh, yeah. and it was like oh how do I I gotta I gotta find that again man those are everywhere you're 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 Scrooge McDuck man you're just making gems <laughs> fall from the sky I think if, that I actually kind of don't like that in this game because I, right. I like lots of hidden stuff don't get me wrong it's one of my favorite things in any game I like to discover things. But a lot of times he's just pulling shit out of thin air. And I love it because uh, what it makes me do is it makes me want to pogo everywhere. It wants me to, I want to jump. I want to explore every last freaking inch. There's, there's secret. So you probably remember the first time you found the warp zone in, in, in Mario. And so you're like, oh, cool. This is the coolest ever. But the duck, DuckTales goes even further. You find like a hidden gym room. And you go, okay, I found the hidden gym room. Cool. And you start to head back. You find out if you jump over even further, there's another room yeah. beyond that. There's yeah. just hidden secrets everywhere. And I just wanted to explore every last inch of this game. And it just it, it just felt good because you saw those numbers just cranking up. Yeah. So they really got it. They made me feel like Scrooge McDuck, like I was addicted to money. Wow. And I needed to catch every little bit of it. And so it got me. It got me. You can complete this game actually fairly short once you get, once you get fairly. You know, oh, once you, you know, yeah, it. like any of these. Once you are, know, yeah, they're like that's why people can beat Mario Brothers in game. what four minutes or something. Did you? We should yeah. find out what the what is the record for this game. There's got to be a. It's, it's, I don't remember exact. It seems like it's right between seven and eight minutes is the uh, is the world record. I think I can't remember exactly seven or eight. But it's freaking minutes. We've mm. talked about in the past. If I did have to pick a game that I wanted to speed run, this may be it. Oh, I wow. think this right. might be one that I would actually enjoy speed running. Here it is. Uh, Swedish player in uh, two years ago. So 2020 posted the new record. Seven minutes, seven seconds, 0.95. That's really fast. Six times faster than I'll, I'll ever get to unless I finally did it on my Mr. FPGA hardware emulation. Yeah. I played DuckTales and I finally I finally turned on the cheats. I haven't done any cheats yeah. anywhere, but I was like I was curious because you know it's, it's game genie cheats and other kind of cheats too. 
Um, and so I turned that on and I started, you know, some, one of the cheats is like, we had to walk through the walls. So yeah. I was doing that. I was walking through the walls, trying to make sure that I didn't miss anything. And, uh, I did, well, I forget like some things that like you, you couldn't fall, uh, to your death. So that was kind of weird because you would, you would fall, but then you would appear back at the top of the screen and you'd land and you could start with like multiple lives. You could also just do a game genie cheat for in the game. That's how I looked at some of the, uh, the end screen stuff. Cause I wasn't able to fully get through all the, all the way to the different endings. So you could get to a certain point and you go, okay, now I just want to go to the game ending and yeah. man, I love that. I love that game genie, baby. You know what you what else annoyed me a little bit? What? Me uh, <laughs> the boss rules of three times, right? Right. The law of threes is what I'm trying to say. Oh like, yeah, yeah, Ma- yeah. Mario hits okay. Bowser on the head three times. Then he's dead. Or you move okay. to the next phase and do three more of something else. This game decided right. to make it the law of fours, and it annoyed the hell out of me fighting. Yeah, boss. there was a lot of fours. There are fours in this game. Yeah, and you know it's it's there's a lot of different. I, I accidentally uh, there's a couple little secret things too. Like if I think if you have three or six million, um, you can hold down the select button and get an extra life. And there's like uh, there's if if there's a seven in the amount of coins you have, and you. Uh, and, and you talk to one of the other characters and they ask you if you want to go back uh, to the to Duckburg, uh, you'll, you'll actually uh, collect gems there too. So there's all this just hidden stuff that I just made the game feel so much bigger than Wait, it actually so is. So they live in Duckburg? Is that part of the cartoon? Yeah, Duckburg. Do-do. Well. Yeah. Oh, there's a song for Duckburg? Duck, duck, all right. Duck. Oh well, it's it's the it's the Ducktales theme song. I mean, it's it's something. It's listed in the. In oh, the do lyrics. they sing it? They sing Duckburg yeah. in that song. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I don't remember exactly how the lyrics go, but it's there's definitely somebody saying something about Duckburg. Well, there you have it. Uh, I'm watching this speed run, and it's annoying me because he's doing things in like 30 seconds that took me an hour, and I hate. Yeah. That. Well, it's, it's all and plus it's all non-linear. So I mean, there's all kinds of ways that you can skirt through stuff that. You wouldn't even think. Yeah, you look at him. See, once you get once you get the pogoing down and you know what you're doing yeah. above that little above that log with all the the thorns on it. Mm-hmm. If you go to the top, there's actually some more gems up there. You have to climb that middle vine. Uh, like I said, I just kept exploring and kept exploring. I kept finding new things, and every time I thought there was an area, it's like there's no way you can avoid that. You can't avoid it, and I would figure out a way to avoid it. And I'm like, oh man, he just really just he just jumped on the on that. On that chain, the helicopter. No way can I do that that fast. I'm no, screwed. Not this guy's at all. way better. Oh, there's me. the rolling ball. So there's that reference. <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, it's uh, when I watch people speed run, I have this mixed feeling of like, you guys are yeah. amazing, and I want to watch you and admire you always. <laughs> and then the other part of me says, I hate everything about what you're doing here, and that's you're making yeah. everything, making making everything trivialized, or you're crunching, you know, hours of content down to <laughs> six and a half minutes. <laughs> And I just feel like a dummy. I think this guy just got his record. Did he do it? Did he do it in the seven minutes? Look at that. He's like, suck it, all of you people. Yeah, he's still got I'm He the, has a whole other I'm level. The, no, he's got, that was just the first boss. Yeah, so no, he's, he did, well, he's, he's done two. No, I'm sorry, three bosses so far. So he's got one, okay. two left, I think. That's right. It's nonlinear. He can do it. He can do it whatever order he yeah, wants. Yeah, he can to. do whatever order he wants. But um, I guess I admire this. It's, it's just memorization, right? And your, yeah. your mind, your muscle memory going. Yep, jump, jump, duck, hit, jump, duck, hit, duck. jump, uh-huh. kill a guy, get out, done. That's the game. Done. I want to be a speedrunner is what I'm saying. All right. Yeah. Not really. I would like to be good enough at a game to be a speedrunner. That's what I would like. That sounds like fun. I'll tell you yeah. what else is fun. This. Where is it? 
I lost it. That's the wrong thing. That's an old show. Why is that playing? Oh, I don't know, but I like it. Oh, here it is. I have feelings nostalgia. That was from the Boop Show. Uh, <laughs> all right. Welcome to the part of the show where we play a little Guess My Game. That's where no, we both, guess uh, my game. No, you're going to guess my game. That's how this is. The, that's the rules. You're going to guess my game, and then I'm going to guess yours. I'm going to be right. You're going to be wrong. That's how this works. Uh, so here comes everybody. I'm going to play a sound clip from the game I picked. It is from the year 1994. And, 1994. Uh, okay. Somehow we're in, we're in some this. console wars right now, right? Yep. And I missed this game entirely. I had no idea this existed. And uh, I'm sure we're going to talk about it on a future show, actually. But uh, maybe that's a hint. I don't know. Here you go. I'll play it. Rewind it where they said the name of the character. No, I, I'm not going <laughs> to. It's part two uh-huh. of something. Of something. I mean, I couldn't understand what he said. He said, her, her, her. It sounded like a man of some sort. I should say this is on SNES and Genesis had the version that I'm playing now. SNES and Genesis. Hackman 2. I mean, is that your answer? It sounded like Hackman 2, but it's not. It's, it's very happy, whatever it is. Any ideas? Is is it is it anime-ish? Like chibi? Nope. Really? Nope. Feels very chibi. I love this one because it's tricky. I'm a I'm a cat man too. Cat man? No, that's not it either. Do you give up? All right. Uh, then I'll go with uh then I would go with um uh oh Rockman 2. It is the 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 uh the other name of a Mega Man. Well, Man you, he would unfortunately be incorrect. The actual oh. answer. Oh, I guess I could play this. The actual answer is you were right the first time. It is Pac Man 2 colon. Really? The New Adventure. Oh, how did I get that? Pac Man 2 The New Adventure. I'd never even heard of it. It's a yeah. weird point and click thing on a console. Okay. It's really hard to describe. Um,. I'm not surprised it didn't take off. I thought it was going to be like a Pac-Land type adventure. It was yeah, not that yeah, that's at what all. you would expect. It was real weird. Oh you don't even what? actually control Pac-Man in this game. He controls himself. All you control is like <laughs> this this weird like um, slingshot so, mechanic. Oh, I've I've played this. I do know what this is. You yes, this I have played this. It's weird. I never knew it existed. It, News it to me. is, and you're right. It's like a, it's kind of like Endless Runner, right? You don't really. He's just kind of like doing his thing or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was it? Yeah. It's it's weird, I right? I do remember this. It's very, yeah, very weird. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, I, I played a bunch of it uh, and captured audio from it and just thought it was one of the weirdest freaking games. I wonder if this I, is going to be on the upcoming uh, Namco uh, Pac-Man Museum. I oh, I don't know. Go. Possibly, right? We should check it <laughs> I mean, it's 94, man. Look you at can't this. do any better work than that. Look at this, Superman or Pac-Man, the super cool hero of this game. Here comes Miss Pac-Man, the star of her own arcade game and Pac-Man's video game sweetheart. Oh, cute. Oh. And now this is the worst. Miss Pac-Man. Pac Jr., the radical rock and roller of his oh, family. Oh, yes. He hopes to star in his own game soon. 90s, man. And then they got ba- baby Pac-Man, cute little, uh, little tot with an appetite for uh, too big right. even for ghosts. 
And this is all based off the, at least part of it's like based off the cartoon from the 80s, right? Kind of. The the style's a little different, but yes. Because wasn't that called like Pac-Man Adventure? Pac-Man or Pac-Mandia? Pac... Uh, was it just Pac-Man Adventures? That's the reason why it's called The New Adventures or something? It, it, I can't remember. Does anyone in the chat know that? It was not good. It was a garbage show. What, the, the cartoon? Yeah. It was not I good. Liked it, eat, I liked it. I liked watching that and eating my Pac-Man cereal. Don't <laughs> you judge me. I'm not judging you. I, pl- I, also, I was also of age for it. I just I look at it now and it's not. See, this is weird. It's like a, It's almost like it was an adventure game. But it was always in yeah. motion. And so you're not controlling this. This Pac-Man guy is moving on his own. Yeah. And that pissed me off the first time I, I tried this out. I was like, what the? What yeah, the let me control Pac-Man. I think maybe it was ahead of yeah. its time. Maybe. I don't know. Right. It was it was mobile before. Yeah. It's I guess odd. the Pac-Man TV series was just the Pac-Man TV series. That I, was it? I thought it was like it. Yeah. I thought it was mm. something else, but I guess not. TV series. Let me just see if it How had. dare you people give it three out of five stars? You're right, Pac-Man. That's it. That's because it's that's about what it's worth. It's not very good. Come on, not a very good show. It was, it was okay. How many of these are there? Oh, there are only two seasons. Yeah, it's pretty short. Oh, by the way, Ducktales, man, they really, whoo, they did the they did the He-Man thing where they like uh had like a weekly a weekly turnout for those for that first year for Ducktales. Oh Something yeah, like they were episodes. busy with it. They were cramming yeah. that. Maybe that's why it wasn't very good. <laughs> I so <laughs> yes yes and no uh-huh. but I mean when you take into consideration they were pumping those things out yeah. that fast it's like that's pretty freaking amazing yeah pretty freaking amazing Disney got a lot of crap for that because they were uh, I think they were outsourcing a lot of that to to the Japanese yeah. animators oh yeah no most of that stuff was not happening here in the states which is now still true now it's Korea but didn't have the resources yeah it's all in Korea now yeah all right Brian yours is 1987 anything else you're gonna tell me or do I just play it it's 1987 you start playing it and then I'll see if I need to give you more all right here you go the NES Nintendo Nintendo Entertainment System. Okay. Pop- popular game? Like, was it good and well-received and all that? Um, not either. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> it's really familiar. Yeah, yeah. NES uh, is published by LJN. Yeah, that means nothing to you, does it? No. LJN. I have no idea. Um, let me guess. Yeah. I guess. Let me guess. Um, the, net, the NES version of Gorf. Oh, that was a good guess. Uh, but no, right? It's not it. It's not even close. You ready? You give, you <laughs> yeah, surrender, I, I you, give up. you buckle under the pressure of 1987 yeah. Jaws. Oh, Jaws, really? There was a yeah. Jaws game? I was like, hey, property, IP property. Let's see what's on the other side of IP <laughs> games. 
around the same time as DuckTales. It was Jaws for the NES, and I thought maybe that opening scene would give you a too much, but then once I heard their rendition of the Jaws theme song, I was like, this gives nothing away. It doesn't sound right. It's like, a, <laughs> here, let me play at the top of that again. That doesn't sound right, but, but maybe it was familiar enough. I mean, kind of, I guess. I don't know, man. Does it have the spirit, maybe? (laughs) Yeah. The spirit of Jaws? I guess so. So your little boat, you float around, you go underwater. I guess you're down there looking for some some sweet action here. Let's see what he he gets. Okay, he's shooting shooting some fish. He's got some collectibles here, some uh, some stuff. So so far you're fighting the ocean and you're not fighting Jaws. You don't even have a boat. Yeah, this is weird. I mean, you were in yeah. a boat, but you came out of it, and now the boat's gone. The description is loosely based on the movie. Okay. Because it has water and maybe a shark eventually. <laughs> and some song, a song that kind of resembles the Jaws And you And you, too, can own an original copy of Jaws for the Nintendo Entertainment System on eBay for a mere $9.99. Wow. Uh-uh. I'm not doing it. Uh-uh. Well, I'm not putting that in my front loader. You yeah. can forget it. F that. Not interested. I bought that Steam game for 10 bucks. I'm good. I don't want to play this. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, <laughs> we got Pac-Man 2, The New Adventure. And Jaws, the terrible NES game that I never knew existed. Uh, but well done. Welcome to the treasure room. Listener email time. We got a few of them I want to read. They're all short. We got a we got a mailbag this week. Yeah, we usually have a lot. I just I'm like, oh man, I feel like I'm letting some of these people not get their voice heard. So I wanted to get a we bunch really heard are. today. So here we go. Playretroshow at gmail.com is the email address to use. Our first email is from Tweep. Regular around the community. Tweep says, hello, Skizzle and Bizzle. I have a humble request for a deep dive going into retro co-op games. I remember lots of quarters and tokens playing Gauntlet at the arcades. I found it more fun to play on the same side uh, as my friends instead of against them. There were few and far between at that point. You mean games like that. Most of the next ones I saw were all those rail shooters. Uh, Love the show. Thank you for all the hard work you put into it, Tweep. Yeah, co-op, arcade, and like really old games. Definitely deserve some some love from us for sure. They they do. Uh, we've been talking about that, and some of my favorite co op arcade games were like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, X Men, yeah. yeah. uh, The Simpsons, somewhat, uh, and Gauntlet, of course. Gauntlet's yeah, amazing. Those are, yeah, Gauntlet, those are Gauntlet two. Yeah, I love Gauntlet. Um, we did play so Commando or not Commando. Contra had two player, didn't it? A Contra did have two player um, yeah. co op. But yeah, but I mean, Gauntlet was like what? It was four player too, right? Yeah, Gauntlet was definitely four player. Um, right. Like, well, was Gauntlet one four player? I guess it was. Yeah, it would have been. For that. I think the whole point was it was four player all the time. Right. Um, right. There was a Gauntlet guy game in the early 2000s, maybe late 90s. Yes. That used a voodoo chip. <laughs> what was that <laughs> called? It looked like oh. smeary N64 garbage. Was it? Gauntlet Voodoo. I don't. I can't. I know what you're talking about. Ah, now I, I remember the Gauntlet that was it's probably like ten years old now or so. The it was on Steam. And oh yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Whatever. And did that? How'd that do? Did that? It, do it did pretty good. People liked it, and uh, we had a lot of fun. Me and me and Ralph. He played it, and uh, we had good times. Yeah, I remember. Times. I remember. We're thinking. I was really interested. Slayer Edition. Let's see. 
So that's got really positive reviews. 2014 that came out. Slayer edition. I bet that rocks. Yeah. Um, let's see. Two two rock jokes in one episode. Yeah. When, how, when, when are you going to get that next time? Never is the answer. Um, yeah. yeah. So there's that. Hey, let's move on to this one from Justin in Arkansas. Okay. Justin. He's in Arkansas, America. Mm. Scott and Brian, a uh, co-worker, and I recently had a discussion about the game Stardew Valley, Graveyard Keeper, and Rune Factory <gasps> 5. We realized this genre does not have a proper name. We came up with Farmcore. What do you guys think? <laughs> we are open to suggestions. Um, I went and looked it up to see what the official stuff is, like around these games, different stores, how they list it, how Wikipedia lists them, that sort of thing. They're listed as a uh, simulation slash relationship oh sim. god that's a snooze fest i'm with farm core over here yeah farm core is pretty good it. pretty good i feel like but the problem with those games he mentioned is farming isn't the only focus of those games whereas something like farming right. simulator 2022 is 100 percent farming all day all night so which one gets the title i don't know that's hard S- side farm no nope. side farmers.com we're farmers <laughs> do, 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 do. look uh, at my side uh, let us know at home what you guys think because that one's complicated chuck wrote in says as soon as you guys started play uh play retro shining force was the first thing i thought of considering how far video games have come i was surprised and happy or how happy i felt when i logged in to play shining force and saw those beautiful pixels and heard the 8-bit soundtrack i like they use the word logged in logged in baby yeah like we used to never say back in the day anyway i can't wait to hear what you guys think about it and if you've had a chance to play so I have Shining Force uh, okay. on both a cartridge I can't play <laughs> and on uh, emulation. Let me pull it up here real quick. Um, and that second. was for the, in, no, Genesis, it was for the Genesis. 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 That's right. Um, Genesis. Hold on a second. Shining Force. Another JRPG like, right? There it is. Uh, that yes right? and no. I think it was more action oriented. Shining Force 2 okay. is the one I played back in the day. And... Uh, Let's see. I think I have it here. I do. Uh, Chad, I'll put this up so you can just kind of see a bit of it. Can you hear that sound? I cannot. Okay, I don't have sound on for Wait, it. Wait, it's very low. I can hear something. Yeah, it's probably coming through my speakers. Hold on a second. I'll just turn it down. So as you can see, chat room, there's some video from Ooh. it. Um, oh, yeah. It's more tactical. Anime stuff. Uh, it's a more tactical experience. So there's like, a, you know, enemy makes his move you make your move uh okay. finish the round everybody you know and i like that kind of stuff i'm, I'm into it yeah uh, but this is shining force 2 that we're looking at right here i you know we could look at the shining force series i feel like it's a little bit of a unheard of stepchild in the genesis pantheon of games but um, right that's you know it has its fans so why not we could definitely talk about it now, that's uh, the whole series right there was also just shining it was just a whole series of games right and then well shining there was shining force, force one shining force two shining force japan was that different i think that's it just shine it was never I don't just know, shining. but these guys are freaking me out the way they're walking on the overhead look oh they love that look at the way they just idle marching, animate marching. yeah they do this in uh what's this nintendo series marching. that's very popular uh crap i have that here too Hold on. I'm finding the name. Oh, Fire Emblem. They do that too. They have oh, this, yeah, like, yeah. Fire Emblem. That's a good. Yeah. Okay. Now I know where that, now I know where I feel. Oh, when they do it in, like, uh, they, it's Advance Wars. Same thing. It's like a common yeah. little animation trick. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Shining Force. I don't see why not. I don't see why we Shiny couldn't do Force. that. I kind of want to play it. I may, I may play it later. 
I may play it. Uh, that's it for your emails. That email address, once again, playretroshow at gmail.com. And now it's time to tell you about this. Our next discussion topic will be... Now, some of you are like, you guys said Kirby last week. Kirby's big. We need more time. All we right? do need more time. Kirby is a big, giant ball of suck, and I need to. <laughs> I need more time. The new Kirby game is amazing. I will say that. We don't really review new games here, but I can tell you I am definitely in the mood to talk more Kirby, but we're going to need some time for Kirby. So instead, next week we're doing King's Quest, you know, the old uh, adventure game genre game. The first adventure game, as some might say. Some might say, although we may find some that are a little less so. I mean, I don't know. I feel like Zork, even though it was text only, those Zork games were basically adventure games. They were just... Right. they They weren't visual, but... But anyway, uh, these games have been coming out since 1980. The latest was 2016. I played that, actually, which I can speak to. And uh, this was all from Sierra Entertainment. It is widely considered one of the most classic PC adventure games of all time. We shall see. Yes. the uh, In the GDC, uh, this last time around, uh, they... Uh, they were talking about doing a, a, a little more remake of this. The original King's Quest creators are remaking the first adventure game. Yeah, the William, the, the Williams uh, couple, uh, mm-hmm. Roberta Williams yeah. and her husband, who are also in that game or that um, documentary. Documentary on Netflix. Uh, yeah, what's it called? High Score or something. Uh, like that? What is it? Yeah, what was it? I high can't remember. Or some kind of score unit. <laughs> I, it is. I, I think it is High Score. I, I think, think you're right. Is. I think yeah. it's this. Isn't that right? Yeah, I think, I think so. they're in there in that thing, and it's really interesting stuff. So uh, watch that. Also, Space Quest is probably more my game, but uh, there we, would we be... could we could switch it right now and just say Space Quest. No, no, no. I'm saying what I'm saying okay. is I think it's part of the conversation. There is no Space right. Quest without King's Quest, so I think they go right. together. Anyway, let's let's say that we're talking about King's Quest and Space Quest next week. All right. Oh, and yeah. Police Quest. Yeah. I forgot about Police Quest. <laughs> this is what happens so every week. Is like. We're not going to tackle Kirby. It's going to be too big. So we're just going to tackle King's <laughs> Quest and Police Quest. I think we and we focus on the original King's Quest. Quest, and then we we kind of lightly brush on these, some of these offshoots. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's next week. So party down, folks. It's going to be great. I'm very much looking party forward to down. it. In the meantime, don't forget to support us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash play retro. All of you fine folks that already do, you're the best. Please join them and be the best also at patreon.com slash play retro uh what else play retro show at gmail.com play retro show on twitter you can find the website at frogpants.com slash play retro all our details and stuff are there uh we'd love to hear more from you so keep those emails coming you guys have been awesome so uh, lately on that front so keep those coming hey brian is there anything you'd like to add before we leave Absolutely. March the 30th, tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Eastern time, I'll be doing my community event where we get together and play video games. So, Brian Dunaway on Twitch.tv. Very, very nice. That's going to do it for us. Thank you all for being here. And come back next time for more Play Retro. Huey, Dewey, Louie. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. Oh! Oh.